Welcome to Heralds of War, the original Australian Age of Sigma podcast. We cover the Age of Sigma hobby in Australia, including tournaments, painting, and lore. So sit back while we discuss the latest from the Australian Age of Sigma community. Welcome to Heralds of War, episode number seven. I'm your host, Clint, and I'm joined tonight by my co-hosts, Adam. Hello. And Travis. Hello. And tonight, uh, we are recording a bit of a send-off to AOS 2. Uh, more details on that later. Uh, but first, how are you doing this evening, Adam? Uh, I'm doing well, thank you, Clint. Uh Waiting for this coming weekend for for Age of Sigma three to officially drop, um, I'll probably have to wait a couple of days more for my copy of uh, Dominion and the GHB to arrive in the mail from Emerald Games. Um, but certainly looking forward to getting my head around a new edition and playing some games and um, seeing what what it's all about. Yeah, Emerald, I think look after people fairly well. I think they post them out so that hopefully you receive them, you know, sort of on the Monday. Yeah, so. I generally don't. I usually don't get mine until about the Thursday, sometimes oh. even the Friday. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. yeah. I'll survive. You, you, you'll, you'll have all the rules at your at hand, no doubt. Correct. Um, and then, yep. And what about you, Travis? How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Um, likewise, waiting for my uh, – we'll be waiting a couple of days. Usually it's about Tuesday, Wednesday for mine to rock up from Emerald Hobbies as well. Um, in my in my rush to order the box with uh, unfounded fears that it was going to be gone in three seconds, I completely forgot to actually order the General's Handbook, so I'll, um, I'll probably just duck in the store Tuesday on Saturday morning and, uh, and grab that one. Um, but otherwise, yeah, cruise along pretty well. How about you, Clint? Yeah, pretty good. Um, I feel like I – I'm the only one who didn't order my stuff from Emerald Hobbies. Um, I actually ordered it from my local store, but I didn't, I'm not getting the Dominion box. I'm just getting the General's Handbook. So That's good. You should support your local store. I absolutely do. And uh, and I'm buying – there's a couple of guys around here who are obviously doing box splits, and I'm buying one of those rule books out of those. Tidy. Um, yeah, so I get the, the nice shiny rule book uh, with, the, with that full art cover. So, yes. Um, cool. Uh, we're all obviously excited for AOS 3, but first, you know, we've got we to tidy off AOS 2, you know, finish it off properly before we can make a clean start. Uh, what, uh, coming back to Hobby Heralds, what, um, what hobby have you been up to, uh, Travis? I'll throw to you first. Uh, so I've been really putting in um, some work on the um, – the Lumineth at the moment. Um, so there's been a couple of updates in the weekly uploads we've been doing there. Um, I <laughs> so I, um, I I started. I finally settled on a color scheme I really like. Um, so I, I actually started with another one that in the end I wasn't really happy with how it was coming out. Um, so I switched um, and and to a new one. Got that all sorted. Um, put down my first color and then promptly dropped my uh, dropped my airbrush and uh, bent the needle. So that was good. Um, so yeah, after waiting a week and a half for the for the replacement part to turn up, I um, uh, then got sick for seven days. So it's been going really well. 
That's that's good to hear. You've been putting in some solid effort at not doing yeah. lobby. I tried to. I, I had I had this brilliant plan. I had it all mapped out what I was going to do when, and then yeah, just life got in the way of it and clumsiness. But oh well. Yeah, that's yeah. that's fair. Like airbrushes are precision instruments. You tend to just like throw them at the ground every now and then. You know, yeah, good shows them who's boss. Yeah, it was. Uh, I wasn't spraying properly, so I just beat it with a brick. But um, yeah. No, it was good. Um, it's good to get some work done. Um, I'm back on track now and I've got uh, 20 infantry and a character sitting here that are starting to look good. So, yep. um, yeah, pretty happy with it. And, and people will have seen those in our uh, work in progress uh, Wednesday posts. Correct, yeah. Uh, and those posts are actually, actually a little bit behind where I'm actually up to um, in general. But uh, this this week I'm hoping to have all of the, um, the, the, the armour metallic on the armor done and um up to in my weird way that i've invented to do this um the next step is to varnish them before applying any other colors and uh, yeah long story anyway i'm I'm using oil washes for the first time and and basically working it out as i go but it's um coming out quite nicely cool cool you'll have to um share your progress with the oil washes i know that there's lots of resources and everything but um I think you know it never hurts to, to have a chat about them and new new ways of getting stuff done. Yeah, well, once I um, once I've finished a, uh, a few, like well, I think once I finish this first batch, I'll I'll be confident enough to talk about what worked and didn't work. And at the moment, it's a big case of um, sort of figure it out as I go along. Just for the ignorant listeners and perhaps ignorant uh, heralds uh members uh what what is the difference between an oil wash and a regular wash uh so it's basically just down to the type of paint you use so i now have a small collection of windsor and newton winton oil colors so it's an oil-based paint um it's not uh, acrylic um you have to thin it down with um uh what's it called white spirit um just like a mineral spirits type stuff um because of the it's it's oily and it, the surface tension holds differently, um, it behaves quite differently when you put it on the model. But um, you have to varnish the model at least lightly before you apply it, otherwise it acts as a paint stripper. Um, and then painting over the top of it is difficult if you don't varnish it again, from what I understand. Right. And so what are the benefits of an oil wash over a water-based wash? Um, it's, uh, I'll try, what I might actually do is cause I've got those spare 10, I might actually just get the armor done up, um, using not an oil wash and I'll be able to show the difference, but it, it's, it's quite a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's quite a, like a smooth, uh, yeah, it's quite a smooth blend. Like you, I, I find you get, um, quite quickly you can get. Um, depending on how thick you mix it, uh, so I've, I've done two steps to it. So one is um, with uh, sort of an all-over wash, which so film over the whole armor that I, that I want to cover, and then the second one is uh, a, a slightly different consistency and more of a sort of a pin line, and you can really just like dip the edgy the tip of your paintbrush in the in the corner, um, and it'll it'll sort of just fill in lines in armor and stuff like that really nicely. It just behaves a little bit differently and I think dries differently as well right. from what I'm seeing. But, yeah, work in progress, learning as I go. So I'm by no means an expert in oil washes at the moment. 
it it the surface tension of it's a lot different to an acrylic wash, isn't it? So it like runs into your recesses a lot easier and doesn't stain as much. Yeah, that's that's the big thing I notice is you don't get those like well, I imagine it probably would if I caked a model in it, but so far you haven't I haven't had any issues with like staining or pooling or anything like that. But like you know, sometimes if you if you sort of wash a model and it pulls somewhere and then you let it dry, that whole like corner will just become a totally different color. Like it's like you solid colored part of the model sort of thing. Yeah. That doesn't seem to happen. Right. And and I've seen lots of people do like all over like they varnish the model and they do like an all over oil wash and then they go back in with like a cotton tip and some white spirit and remove it from all of the light parts. Yeah. Um, so reductive painting is what I think. Yeah, doing. I saw that in some of I'm not doing that, but um, I, in some of I watched a whole bunch of videos and stuff before I did anything with it. Uh, that was one of the things that was quite interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing that – so there's – I'll define it. Maybe we can share it on the Herald's page or something. But there's a video of someone painting white armoured uh, new Stormcast from the Dominion box, um, and they use an oil wash to do that, um, and it comes out really, really nicely. Was that Cult of Paint? I'm going to say yes and yeah. possibly – Advertise the wrong people, but um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was because he paints um, the annihilator, right? In the that's sort of right, like the yeah. whitish gray, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Um, so it comes out really nice, yeah. yeah. And that, that's done with a color called Payne's Gray, which is like a really sort of dark gray blue color, um, almost black, but not quite. Um, that you seem to use from what I can tell for just about everything, um, and it's it, it comes out really, really nicely, cool. Cool. I'm keen to hear more of your adventures in oils because there's something that I've looked at and I've gone, hmm, that is lots of mucking about. <laughs> and I've just, I'm like, ah, yeah, maybe one day. <laughs> yeah, look, it's definitely a learning curve. It's definitely different from anything I've done before. Um, but so far, I'm happy with how it's turning out. So, yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. Adam, what about you, mate? What, what hobby have you been up to? Uh, I've well, I've been doing a lot of list writing, trying to rejuggle sort of the the free cities list that I'm I'm playing with at the moment and that I'm painting up to see how that'll work in AOS three. And so, you know, really trying to um, juggle that around in a, in a whole heap of different ways. Um, and I'm also painting up. Uh, still painting the, the cold ones that go for, with my Scourge Runner chariots. Um, yes, Scourge Runners are normally pulled by horses, but dinosaurs look better. Um, and they're probably like a fair way to completion. Like a lot of the really time-consuming stuff is done on those um, cold ones. So I look for – it's school holidays now, so I look forward to finishing them off this week, I reckon. Um and I've also started on converting up a second branch witch um, because I'm not sure how I'm going to change the list. And, and one thing I may do is put in a second branch witch as a spellcaster because in Living Cities when you take a Sylvaneth uh, model, it gets the Living Cities keyword, which means it gets access to the Living Cities spell law. So branch witches get the, the really cool spell law there. Um but we'll see how that all goes. Cool, cool. Um, have you done any – so you just um, 
I was just about to say, have you done any models for the Living City? But then I remembered that you, I'd seen some cold ones that you'd done. Yeah, Correct. So they're for the chariots. Then uh, I was going to batch paint. I've got uh, 20 iron breakers and 10 long beards, which I was just going to batch paint. I've got a lead belcher spray ready for them. And, you know, by the time I've lead belchered and inked them, they'll be about 90% done. Um, and then it's just a matter of... Um, oh, I've also nearly painted an Alapex too. I'm painting an Alapex as um, a clownfish. So it's in the same orange color scheme as all of my um, – as my Star Drake, as my Dracoths, as my cold ones. So it'll be that same orange except it'll have the, the clownfish markings with the black and the white um, just, you know, for something a little bit fun in there. But it'll still tie in um, scheme-wise. Cool. Um, and then I've got I've, – I had a gyrobomber. Whether I keep it, I don't know. Uh, I've got a heraldor. Whether he stays in the list, I don't know. And then I've got a branch witch, which is using the stock model. And then my second branch, which is converted from an arch revenant, where I haven't used the wings. Um, and I'll do an arm replacement for the shield. And I will also do a head replacement. And then – um, and that should look pretty swisho there. Yeah, cool, cool. It's always good having those nice little touches to to make models sort of stand out and to like if you got two or something, being able to to make sure that they look different. But it also is an opportunity to flex some creative muscle. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Cool. So that's been been pretty good as well. Sweet, sweet. Um, so I have been painting, gosh, uh, so I think last episode I'd painted some diewalls, uh, mainly this time I've been working on some free guild great swords for Michael from failed charge, mm-hmm. um, painting those up in a wonderful sort of turquoise and white, uh, color scheme. Um, it's. I, whoever decided that I would paint lots of these white needs to be shot, and unfortunately that is me because um, white is pretty awful. Um, I've just about finished them. Basically I've got the banner to freehand um, and, and then to base them and then they're off to him. And then following that I have done a bit of rescue on um, a griffin, the two-headed uh, griffin for the battle mage. Yep. Um, basically, I've got a bunch of stuff that I need to paint for Michael, but he's just because he buys so many bulk lots. I think he has like five or six griffins that are all in different states of disrepair or whatever. What do you mean he so buys to, bulk lots? Like he just like he's just like ah, someone selling like, their collection on Facebook, and he'll just be like, bang. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. If there's a handful of models in there that he wants or whatever, he'll just buy it up. So you know, I had to take the claw the front. Um, you know, the raised claw off one griffin to put it on another griffin because for some reason the mage one didn't have that claw and then this other griffin that did have the claw was broken in some other way and so it's like, okay, well, we'll just – you can be the spare parts one. (laughs) Yes. It's like a car guy having his parts car. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Except it's a griffin. And um, 
so that is my next project. Um, and then I'll, I will probably um, paint something else just in between so I don't have to stare at uh, turquoise for a couple of days, but then I'll, yeah, I'll come back to that and, and paint that up. It's been fun. Um, I've always loved the free guild, well, you know, the Empire models, um, so painting them is good um, and I, I've enjoyed it. Um, just, yeah. I'd imagine we'll it's good painting the free guild stuff too when you don't have to paint 120 of them. Well, this is uh, 30, 30 great swords um, and then I, I think there's 20 swordsmen sitting in the tub over there for me to do. Um, but then there's some cool stuff over there like a, a Hellstorm rocket battery and I think he, he's got a steam tank he wants me to paint or repaint because um, it's one of the, the metal ones. Not the super small one, the sort of in between one that they did. Yep. So, so I'll be able to strip yeah, that back that and, and paint edition. that. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. sixth edition one. Yeah, the one that weighs um, that a you, bit over a kilo. Yeah, that you could kill someone with. Yeah, yeah. yeah I had one of them. Um, it was it's a chunky boy. Yeah, so that'll be fun to paint because it'll you know it's a different set of textures and stuff like that again. Um, yeah. That just yeah, and I painted. I started painting my blood knights up. Um, I've been painting sort of one. I've done the mount. Um, I've had had to make some decisions around, like because the uh, army color scheme is the black and the yellow armor. When you've got an armored person sitting on an armored horse, it's quite. It, it was like oh, okay, well, how do I make? make it so the rider doesn't blend into the horse. Um, so I've done some really dark metallic barding on the horse so that it's still dark and it doesn't distract from the, the model, but you can tell it's, you know, it's, it's distinctive. And then the, the rider on top has the black and yellow armor. Right. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, it was, I, I went through, it's like, oh, well, look, can I paint all the rider? you know, yellow and then have the horse black and then that wasn't going to look very good. I just sort of played around in Photoshop a little bit and it just didn't look very good. Um, so we'll see. Hopefully that works. Um, I've, I've pretty pretty committed to painting this one model in that fashion. So um, I think it's working. Um, but once that's finished, obviously I'll post it. So, All right. Tidy. Yeah. Sounds like Games. we've all been pretty busy. We have actually. Yeah. We've been chucking out a hobby, and I think having having to come up with something for work in progress Wednesday is always really good for making me not not that I'm not hobbying, but just be accountable in the hobby that I'm doing. Like not just flitting around. I have to be progressing something. Yeah, yeah. Games played. Games played. Travis. How many dozens of games have you played? Uh, I played since our last show. Uh, when was our last show? About six weeks ago? Uh, only like three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. God. In that um, case then. Oh, so in that case <laughs> I've played one, two, three, uh, two Don't more. forget to carry the. Uh, none. Yep. <laughs> no. Uh, no, I've been, yeah. So I've um, I've been actually, so there's been a, a rotating list of sick children in our house followed by a sick me, so um, I haven't even considered getting out to go and play games. Um, so, yeah, no game played for me. How about uh, you, Clint? 
Um, I so uh, myself and a couple of locals are playing sort of a a hex camp hex slash map campaign at the moment. Um, I think there's about ten of us that are playing this campaign, and we're all based in one of the realms. So some of us are sharing a realm, um, and then you're basic you're conquering. You're moving into hexes and claiming them as yours and whatever. You move into an opponent's hex. You can try and sneak through it on your way to something, or you can just straight up fight them. Um, so I started off in Gairan. I jumped through the realm gate uh, to Gur, uh, which was Henry's um, domain, basically. And promptly, we have now played, I think it's five games as we have as I have fought through his realm. Um, capturing his territories. Um, we then decided that we'd kind of had enough playing each other. So the games last, like, were either 1,000-point games or 2,000-point games, depending on, like, if it's... Because when you... The rules of this campaign are when you attacking a territory um, that the opponent holds, they basically have to fight you there. So when we were, when I was attacking one of his territories that he wasn't his army wasn't in specifically, we'd play like a thousand point game. And then we had a couple of 2000 point games. Um, and basically going around and each sort of realm has a couple of realm gates that allow you to jump to other realms. Um, so I captured one of his realm gates and he captured the one that I'd come in on. Um, he captured it back. So I'm now sort of cut off from my own place. Um, but I'm now on my way to, wherever Mark is. So Mark, um, friend of the show, uh, he's running his more tribes and now I'm now in his realm. I can't remember exactly. I think it's Hish. Um, it's Hish I'm now. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I think he started off in Hish and I'm now fighting him. Um, and meanwhile, Henry's wife, um, Jamie Lee, has gone through her realm gate from actually into Gairan where I was and I had to, I played her last week as well. So I've been playing lots of games, uh, lots against Seraphon. Is um, Henry's last name Lee Curtis? No. Oh. No, because I know where that joke's going. Um, <laughs> so I've been playing my, my feck in these games and figuring out what works and what doesn't. Turns out um, minimum-sized units of flayers in a dead watch do not work at 1,000 points. Um, they're just too soft. So, um, and I hate the fact that, uh, the coalesced Seraphon reduced damage. Yeah. That's, that's as an ogre player, um, playing against coalesced Seraphon sucks. Yeah. My horrors are just like, what are we even for? (laughs) Like (laughs) we have no rent and you take away our biggest asset, which is extra damage. Mm. So. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I've been playing lots of games, like just little 1,000-point games with a couple of 2K thrown in, but it's mainly been against Seraphon. Very nice. Um, so that, they've been cool. What about you, Adam? I uh, had two games at the club a week and a bit ago. Uh, first game was against um, Trogs. It was a Trog list played against uh, one Ooh. of the local boys here, Chris. Um, and... They, they, they did a fair bit of, of damage, but at the end of the day, there's a reason Trogs aren't top of the meta. Um, and um, 
you know, a couple of turns he really put the damage on where he rolled hot for the trog bosses. Um, because, you know, they've only got three attacks and, and in most combats, you know, they'd hit twice, wound once, and then you've got a big D6 damage roll, which if you stuff up, like, great, you do one damage, good for you. Um, oh, there's but, nothing worse than rolling yeah, like a one on But on then a in, in other ones, you know, they hit three times, wounded three times, I might pass one save. And I think there was one where he did 11 wounds to the Drakespawn, uh, to the Scourge Runner Chariots, um, you know, because they, they just went hot. One of them went hot that turn. Um, but I think my Star Drake ate five trolls in that game or trogs. Um, oh. So he's a very, very chonky boy by the end of that game. Um, and that was Border War and that was, um, yeah, it was fairly one-sided. And then I played a second game against uh, Dean who either has been running uh, Legions of Nagash or KO and he was running new Soulblight Gravelords and he was running um, Legion of Night with a zombie dragon and Manfred and two big blocks of 30 skellies and some black knights and some and like a necromancer with cogs and a vampire on foot and feel bits and pieces and yeah. um, he took first turn and he basically capped was it forcing the hand where you take an objective each turn like whoever goes second in the battle round oh. choose an objective Blade's Edge. Blade's Edge, yeah. So we played that one. We played Blade's Edge. Blade's Edge. And so he capped all six objectives in the first turn. You know, brought Scallies up out of the ground. He had Cogs up. Uh, so they only needed like a seven-inch charge to, to get in. Um, Manfred cast pinions on himself. So he basically just moved, you know, 21 inches and then made a five-inch charge. Um Things were looking really bad at the end of turn one, but then playing Living Cities, I brought on my four Fulminators and set them up in a charge so that I would have one Fulminator charging um, his skeletons and three other Fulminators 3.1 inches away from Manfred von Karstein. And at the start of the combat phase, guess what? Manfred wasn't within three of any of my models, so he had could not disappear anywhere. And Dean was sort of like, ah, oh, that's how you kill Manfred. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's going to die now. And so three Fulminators <laughs> charged into him and uh, he only after he'd been shot at, he only had about five wounds left and he died horribly. Um, and then I double-turned him and we called the game um, before he even had a second turn because his zombie dragon was down to three wounds. Both units of 30 skeletons were dead and he had 10 direwolves and a necromancer and a vampire lord on foot left. That was it. He could, he could totally win with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that things things didn't go well there for him. So the old the old Star Drake with an Achillean Alapex is is hot sauce. Like the Alapex with the um, the net launcher that stops people from piling in, and then you just take the Star Drake and he just noms down in the middle of the unit and breaks coherency, and from that point on the unit screwed because they can't yeah. pile in to get into coherency. Yeah. Right. Nice. Yeah. So that's a good little, good little bit of tech in the, the list um, along with a whole heap of other stuff. And yeah, it's, it's, it's a decently powerful sort of a, a list. I, I don't think I'll be running it too much at the club just because um, it'll, it won't make a lot of friends. Um, 
So I'll, I'll just refine it a little bit, I think, early on in AOS 3, and then we'll take it from there. You'll just store it away for later retrieval. Well, I have signed up for James Mabry's Goulburn Smash 2. Ah, nice. Um, and Trav, I think you, you've, you at this stage, you've signed up to that as well? Yeah, yep, yeah, we're, we're both headed off to that. Yeah, so that'll just be a nice little one-dayer. Um, you know, I'll drive up to Goulburn here from Albury after work on the Friday. I'll stay the Friday night and then... Um, and then I'll just, um, head on, you know, head on into the tourney. It's just a one day and I'll drive home after it on, on the Saturday. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, nice. it should be good. Won't take the whole weekend. You know, it's just, it's, I think it'll be at a good point in AOS three, you know, just about right. I think, uh, you know, looking forward to it. James, a great guy. I'm sure he runs a great event. Um, yeah, should be good fun. What, what sort of drive is it from Albury to Goulburn? Uh, about four and a half, about four. Oh, okay. That's less than I thought. Well, how far is it from Goulburn to, to Sydney? What, hour and a half? I don't know. I'm from the wrong side of the border. Trav? I have no idea. Travis? Um, yeah, it's probably about that. Like it yeah. depends where you're going in Sydney, but yeah. Yeah. So in yeah, that case, yeah, that. I'm, I'm probably looking at about, cause it's about five from me, for me to, to Sydney. So, you know, three and a half, four, I'd, I'd say four, which is, yeah, you know, okay. pretty much what it is driving to Melbourne. So, um, it'll be a nice bit of fun. Catch up with Trav, catch up with some of the other guys there, catch up with James. Should be good. Sweet. Yeah. Very cool. Radio. Okay. So, uh, now we get on to the meat of the show and our little send-off to AOS 2. And uh, we'd had an idea uh, th- to do this uh, particular format burbling around in the group chat for quite some time, haven't we? Um, I think there was a discussion. So we're going to do an AOS 2 quiz, guys, and uh, I think we discussed doing it couple of years ago um, and we just never got there and now seems like the right time. Which is a bit rough because I'm not that good at quizzes. No, I've heard that you are terrible at quizzes and would refuse to do any sort of <laughs> trivia-based yeah. uh, activity, especially on television. 100% correct. This, this, this isn't exactly like balanced or fair <laughs> at all and that's fine. Righto. Um, now, uh, so we're going to run this quiz, and due to the magic of the internet, it's a bit hard to do, you know, uh, first with the buzzer, um, just based on latencies and things like that. Uh, so what we're going to do, wasn't I've got he, two wasn't se- he? Didn't he play Bond at one point, George Latency? So I've got two sets of questions, <laughs> an A and that a B clever. set. So Adam is starting on minus 400 points. <laughs> yeah. Not only was it a joke that may interrupted my flow, it was about yeah, Bond. I, so. I didn't listen mm. to any of the rules you just said. Could you start from the start again, please, sir? Actually? Well, just the rules part. You don't need to introduce me again. Oh. So I have... <laughs> I knew this was going to be like this, um, and yet I still volunteered. And you it. still, um, you still did it. You still organised it. What exactly, do you think was going to happen. Like this, this is me accepting what it was going to be like. All right, 
Um, so we have two sets of questions, an A set and a B set um, in a second. I'll get you guys, you guys all um, essentially choose which set you want. Um, and so what I'll do is I will throw the question to the particular player. So I'll ask the question, they'll go to the player, they'll have 20 seconds to answer the question. And if they don't answer it in that time, I will then throw it to their opponent who can che- who can go in for the steal. Um, there are th- I've kind of roughly divided, like I've got some law questions, I've got some rules questions, and I've got some MISC questions that covered hobby and stuff like in the community around AOS 2. Um, and then each of the three questions in those areas get progressively harder. So there's a really easy question to start off with, like, you know, what is the god that the, the game is named after? Well, that's pretty easy. You know, that's a point. Yeah. Um, right up to, yeah, what is such and such as middle name? Um, sure. Yeah. So it's quite simple. Um, we get round the latency aspect. There's no buzzers. Um, but you know, I bought this air horn for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and hopefully, if I'm not lazy, in post-production when I'm editing this, I will add in thinking music and also cheesy intros and that kind of thing. Oh, nice. That's the plan. So we'll see how busy I am this week. Um, so with that said, let's go on with Age of Quizma. <laughs> Righto. Okay, so I have a coin here, and Trav, I would like you to call whether it's going to be heads or tails. Uh, tails. You... Okay. I was going to say, if you win, you get to choose A or B. Well, in that case, heads. Righto. Hang on. Heads? Heads. You get to choose. Yes. A uh... or B. Hey, hey. He said tails. He said tails and he changed it to heads just before I flicked it. Oh, my God. I'm already feeling like this is a bloody going to be a Montreal screw job. <laughs> he said he changed his mind before I flicked it. Yeah, I, I changed my mind before. He fl- I changed my mind because he then told me what just, happens if I win. Just didn't realise that in a game where literally the the only thing you need to do is choose one of two options and you've chosen both options and managed to win. I'm shocked and amazed. <laughs> yep. Just watch him change his mind once he hears the first question. I choose A. You're choosing A. Yep. Right-o. So you will go first in the round. Yep. And you'll get the set of A questions. And then obviously okay. Adam will get these. Why do I feel that there has been a lot of behind the scenes chats between the two of you <laughs> to organize this? Absolutely done over here. Anyway, please continue yeah. with the quiz. It's like, it's like a spelling bee. Like Travis, you need to spell cat. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, you need to spell onomatopoeia. <laughs> no, I have tried to balance the questions across the A and the B, right? There has been no behind-the-scenes shenanigans. As much as I would have loved to do that, I'm and as much as person. Adam would in theory, theoretically deserve it, 
<laughs> that has definitely not happened. Just just for the people playing at home, um, Adam's nickname in our recording session that we're running at the moment is the Quizmaster. So <laughs> that's that's his confidence. Has Adam no. gone? No, I'm here. Been, I'm here. I'm here. I'm just, 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 just letting just this been. wash over me uh, whilst waiting for, for, you know, whatever justifications the two of you would like to make, and then we can begin the quiz. You were just quiet for so long. Well, yes. Yeah, I just assumed. Yeah, normal. <laughs> All right, I choose A. Let's do this. A. Righto. Let the age of Quizma begin. Righto. So what is the name of for the story arc that covers Age of Sigma 2nd Edition? Uh, Soul Wars. Correct. One point. Uh, yeah. I have nothing to note the points. Look at that. Look, look at how organised I am. That, that, that might be central. If only you were at some sort of electronic device that had some sort of program you could write into to record yeah, results. But that, but that makes noise. Um <laughs> Whereas talking about having nothing to write with makes no noise and at all. And then rifling through that pile of pens, I just heard. Yeah, do you, do you keep all cool. of your pencils at the bottom of a pile of dead leaves? Is that what you do, Clint? No, I just have a bundle of pens on my desk for some reason. Um, no, the issue is that I try and clear off my desk of anything that I can fidget with before we record, which, of course, meant I got rid of notepads and paper. So, you know, yeah, one, one point to, okay. uh, to, to give our viewers an idea. This is the difference between Clint's desk and my desk. Clint has cleared it of everything of any distractions. Here is my desk, three files, an extension cord, eight models, a mathematical instruments, tin, a label maker, a washing peg, some Sterling Battlemire, an Arch Revenant box and assembly instructions, some green stuff, uh, roller, uh, stuff that I've had, four paint brushes, six pens, four files, a pair of scissors, half a copy of the game Gloomhaven, uh, sprues, um, a Marvel Crisis Protocol battle box, uh, my car keys, some headphones, some plastic glue, some basing materials, highlighters, a Phillips head screwdriver, and the television remote, um, which I have turned off. Okay, so my desk is and a partridge in a pear tree. We get it. Um, so my desk isn't spotless. I've just pushed stuff out of the way so it's not sitting in front of me so I fidget with it because that's what I do if I don't push it. Like I have to have the mic only in my sort of hand range. I could reach across. I could pick something up at any time. I've got paints and models and whatever. But if it's not directly in front of me, I won't fidget with it. So now that we've had that diversion, are you ready for your first question, Adam? Yes, I am. Radio, name all of Nagash's Mortarks that exist in Age of Sigma. Uh, Neferata, Manfred, Catacross, Alinda, Arkin. Point for you. See? Easy. And me, because I'm the Mortark of dad jokes. Yes, whatever. Um, Clint's the Mortark of sadness. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That is a nickname from four years ago. 
Yeah, good on, good on that in joke from a series of from a uh, from the series that's not on the internet anymore. Yeah, I noticed that. I've still got them. I oh, might right. pull up the back catalog somewhere. So, like, oh, yeah, okay. I've got them all. They're all filed, but the feed just isn't live anymore. Right. Um, righto. Round two. Uh, Travis, your question. Yep. This is going to be a little bit harder. Name one free city from Age of Sigma that isn't covered in the Cities of Sigma book. Cool. Um... I can picture it on the map. Uh, can I? I'm going to say the Midnight City. Does it have like can what's I, its proper name? Is that twenty seconds up? Can I steal? He's got another couple of seconds. No, nah, I'm not going to get any closer. Than okay, that. No. righto. Go for the steal, Adam. Uh, Excelsis. Well done. Well done, you. Thank you. Yep. That wasn't the one I was thinking of. I'm going to have to look at the map later. So there's Excelsis, there's Settlers Gain, there is um, Mist Haven, there's um, the other one that Marathi did that I will find in a second when I look at my notes. Um, but yeah, no, Excelsis was probably the one that I was thinking of as well. Okay, Adam, your uh, my your second question. question, your actual question. Which two storm hosts are most active in the realm of Gyron? Um, Hallowed Knights. Yep. And the pink ones. Um, <laughs> and they are called... Uh, they're not the Astral Templars, are they? They are the Astral Templars. Yes! It's one of the Quizmaster. <laughs> okay. So these are the hardest, harder ones. I, I already feel like there was a significant jump between the first <laughs> yes. question and the second question, yeah. but okay. Oh, I didn't think that was that hard, though. The uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't think Trav's question was that hard. Uh, I was pretty impressed that I got mine. Just saying. Hashtag. Well, you could all uh, – Hammers of Sigma or also – quite active in Gyron as well, right. the poster boys. Yeah, I, I thought yeah, that well, was... I, I was... I didn't want to say them because I didn't think they was Like, they'd been in there, but they weren't one of the specific ones that was, like, yeah. you know... There's was also... Their, was their jam. Yeah, but they, they're, like, the most... Some of the most famous ones. Okay, so this is this is an interesting one, and you made a joke earlier, uh, Travis, about somebody knowing somebody's name. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> yep. Righto. Um, so what is Catacross's first name? <laughs> he has another name? Yeah, he does. <laughs> what? I didn't even know he had two names. <laughs> He's got a first oh, name. He does? He does. Do you have any idea what this is? Oh, no idea. Oh. Um, Catacross, something, something, Catacross. Uh, I'm trying to picture from like, is it on the box or anything? Um, nah. 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 Wouldn't, wouldn't have a clue. 
What about you? Uh, no, no, um, I don't know it either. Okay. Right, so that was a hard one. What, what is his first name? Orpheon. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yep. I thought that would be quite hard. Um, now, this one. <laughs> okay, so, uh, Adam, your yeah. second question, uh, your third question, sorry, is what are all of the temples available to Daughters of Cain in the current battle tome? Uh, I don't know. Hagnar, Keltnar, Yenar, Shitnar, or Nar, Nanagoon. Okay, so I assume that you're just giving up <laughs> I on think it. that's a pass. <laughs> yeah, I, it sounds like a pass. See, yeah. this is hard because I knew neither of you played the army, see? It's, it's a hard pass. I was I was able to rattle them off, which is why I decided this question might have been okay. Trav? Oh, um, so, I mean, there's Hagnar is the, is the obvious one that everyone knows. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, beyond that, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. Um, yeah, you've timed out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nah. So we have Hagnar, Dragoneth, Kraith, Calebron, Keltnar, and then the one that I had to look up was Xanthar Kai, whichever because right. everybody just calls it Cobra Kai. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So Hagnar is that prevalent that that's the yeah. one that you guys <laughs> nobody, nobody plays anything else. So uh, it's Hagnar, Hagnar, and Hagnar. Yep. Righto. Okay, so this one will be interesting. See, I thought these were easier than they are. This is this is okay. Travis, uh, we've yeah. we've, so we've this, moved. Is this over. now a new category? Uh, yeah, we're sort of in a new category now. Okay. Um, yep. Radio. Okay. Travis, your yes. first question from this new category. Uh, name two faction terrain pieces. Their actual names. Um, so, uh, Sylvanath Wildwood. D- does that count? Yeah. Uh, they are not called that anymore. Well, aren't they? <laughs> no, that's a bad start. Go back to AOS one, you flog. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know what my own Wildwood's called anymore. Then. Um, uh, and I've gone completely blank now. Time throwing The Charnel Throne, I think, is the the uh, the feck one. Yep. And uh, now that I don't know the Sylvanus Wildwood name, I'm going to say I don't know another one because now I've gone blank. That's going to annoy me. What's the Sylvanus Wildwood called now? Someone's called an Awakened Wildwood. Oh, whatever. All right. Yep. Can I take Charnel Throne and Great Morpot, please? I want you to name one that Travis didn't name for the point. Uh, Right. So we're changing the rules in the second round. Okay. Um, No, he already said that one. (laughs) An Awakened Wildwood. (laughs) 
Travis did not say that one. Travis did not say that. <laughs> however, did say that one. Well, oh. then, is Clint going to change the rules again, proving to our listeners that this is a Cincinnati screwjob? You are winning. What is? What are you complaining about? Should probably be winning by more. Let's be honest. Oh, wah, wah, <laughs> wah, right? God. Um, well, let's let's see. I can't think of the name of the pyramid. I can't think of the name of the boat because everyone just calls it a boat. Um, I can't think of the name of the stupid Bone Reapers giant statue of shit. It's, I think it's a nexus of some sort. Uh, Temple of Skulls, is that technically what the corn one's called? It is um, the Skull Altar. Skull Altar, there you go. Yeah. Well, I named three. Was that enough to get me a point? In yeah, I'd already put your point. name two? I'd already put your point down, <laughs> calm down. When you said Awaken Wildwood, because you also knew that, that, that Silverdeath Wildwood wasn't the name. <laughs> anyway, what's my question? Um, your question I've now had doubts on. Um, <laughs> oh, God. As in you've had doubts on me getting it correct or you've had doubts on the legitimacy of your question? The second one, actually, because oh, um, I've gone back and reread something. Uh, so what is the actual name for the priority role? Yeah. Is it, it had not it, called that? No. It is now. In AOS 3, it is. It was called something different previously. Okay. The uh, initiative role. That is correct. Did you know that or did you guess that? That, uh, that was an educated guess. It wasn't called the priority role. It was going to be around initiative or something. It was, yeah, the player gets the initiative. Yeah. yeah. I was going to give a hint that it's also a D&D thing. Um, see, I thought that was an oh, easy well, question, I've but then I like. Never mm, played D&D okay. in my life. That would have been a great clue. <laughs> I'm sorry that, yeah, okay, wow. All um, right, uh, just quickly, Clint, can we do a quick scoreboard check, please? Uh, Travis, you're on one point. Yeah. Adam, you're on five <laughs> points. Okay, fantastic. And how many tens of thousand dollars am I playing for for this quiz show? Uh, none. Wow. None thousand dollars. Wow. This is a real drop in my standard payday from uh, my quiz shows anyway. Yeah, well, deal with it. Um, <laughs> righto. Uh, so s- second question for the second round, Travis. And you've completely dashed any confidence I had in you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, I had no confidence in me to start off with. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, dear. We'll, we will see. So, Age of Sigmar was notorious at launch for narrative rules such as Cetra not being able to kneel or getting rerolls or bonuses if you had a better mustache, etc., etc. Which army still has one of these narrative-type rules in their AOS 2 battle tone? Did you gasp, Adam? Wow. No, no, I actually didn't really? say anything. It's a no. great question, though. Does someone still have one? Um, yeah. Is it Hand of Dust for Nagash with the dice? Is that what you're calling this? Is that what you're saying this is? Uh, no, but... Ooh. That's just a way of doing a 50-50 check. Yeah, but it is still that style of rule. It is. Ah. 
It's not the same as talking to your model and the model talking back, though. That is correct. You, that's good. That's another option, but it's not the one I have in mind. That's half a point, then. <laughs> I'll give that to you because you clearly need it. Um, and, and you've timed out. Yeah. Um, Adam? Um, I'm going to say Slaves to Darkness. It is the Fire Slayers. What do they still have? They have a rule where you insult one of your opponent's models. And I'm just trying to find it. But Fire Slayers didn't exist at launch. No, but that's like the only one of those style of yeah, that, the fluff rules. Rule. The fluff rule. I believe the question was um, at launch. I'm, I'm reporting you to the gaming <laughs> Call the feds. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to remember where it is too. Maybe this rule doesn't even exist. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe I've just completely screwed that up. Maybe this rule exists next to Sylvaneth Wildwoods. Um, and then <laughs> no, maybe it does. <laughs> wow. Now I'm having to Google this because I'm sure I read it like – three days ago and for some reason didn't have didn't write I didn't write the answers down with the questions oh, I'm beginning to doubt the legitimacy of this quiz yeah righto that's fine you can do that <laughs> I still get half a point no uh-huh. yeah I'm going to have to go find that this is a really well organised quiz you can tell that <laughs> That's okay. Trav, you can have half a point for that. Yeah. I think a hand of dust is kind of that sort of same thing. Uh, Right. Um, Adam, your second question in round two. Uh, What are the six types of mysterious terrain from the second terrain table? Volcanic. Yep. Commanding. Yep. Overgrown. Yep. Nullifying. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that stops you being able to see through it. That's and overgrown. Isn't it overgrown? Oh, then the one that stops you moving through it. Um, yeah, that neg- negates your movement. And... Yeah, I can't remember the other one. So you missed entangling, entangling which is the movement, yeah, one, the movement one, and healing. Oh, yeah, healing, that one. Yeah. Can, can I answer now, Clint? Oh, shit. No, entangling you're not allowed to healing. say the one. You're not allowed to say ones I said. Well, I didn't. I said the ones that Clint said. But I repeated them before. <laughs> it's legitimate. <laughs> that, that has worked before. <laughs> I shouldn't have said anything. Oh. Half a point. I'll give you both half a point. Yes. <laughs> the charity of this quiz is amazing. Oh, because well, I'm pretty sure I've stuffed it. So, you know, I, I literally cannot find that rule in the Fire Slayers book now, and I'm a million percent sure that I did read it. Maybe it's maybe it's a um, battalion or something. Um, I'll find it out, and then I'll just insert into the, the thing. This was, in fact, X rule, blah, blah, blah. Okay, um, cool. So 
Well, these are the hard ones now, so we'll see how this goes. Okay. Uh, I think the final round will be nice and easy. How about that? What is the 12th letter on the 27th page of the second edition Stormcast Army's book? Righto. Okay. So this should be right up both of your alley. So we'll go from there. So, Trav, your first question from the uh, – your bleh, let's try that again. Trav, your third question from the second round. Uh, lone agent is a rule from which battle tome? Lone agent. Mm-hmm. Um. Definitely not Sylvaneth. Um, Cities of Sigma? Uh, no. Can I, can I, can I steal no, before you say the got, answer and ruin it? Yeah, I'll, I'll shut up now, right? You, Trav, you've still got like three seconds if you want to have yeah, a shot. Uh, no. I'm not sure then. Yep. Adam. Okay. Uh, Adam. Lumineth Realm Lords? It is indeed. Lumineth Realm Lords. For a bonus point, which War Scroll? The Law Seeker. This is correct. Yeah. I thought, Trav, that you might get that because it was your oh, army. God, no. I haven't read the rules for any of my army yet. Yeah, I thought well, maybe that you had. Not in that level of detail, as in the War Scroll. Power. Scoreboard now reads uh, six points to seven, I believe. <laughs> Uh, it is not at all that. Uh, so at the end of round two. What happens um, if I send you me, I haven't got my third out. question yet for the end of round two. No, haven't it's you? too late. No, um, I, I just answered Travis's I, question correctly. This is a, pro, this is a professional uh, outfit. <laughs> what if I send you money via PayPal? Does the score change? <laughs> no. Um, so, Adam, your third question from the second round. Uh, no respite is a rule from which battle tone? There's an awful lot of clicking happening. Come on now. There's zero clicking going on. I just hit my phone into my microphone. Uh, I'm going to say no respite is from Caradron Overlords. Incorrect. Oh. You've got about three seconds. No, come on. I've said one answer. I shouldn't just be able to rattle off yeah, battle tones. I'm just going to list right all mark. 20 battle tones. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. So I won't give you a second opportunity. You can Good. kind of go, right. Okay. Jesus. Come on. We've got to play this sensibly. Apparently um, so not. No, no respite. Okay. Trav, your 20 seconds. No respite. Um what does that sound like to me? 10 seconds. Mm. Uh, Unfortunately, you were not within the time and you're oh. so wrong. <laughs> oh. What was it? So it's from the Blades of Corn. Valkyrie? No, on the Blood Warriors. Ah. Oh. Oh, is that was their retaliation? It's thing? their retaliation rule. Yeah. Mm. 
once again, it's an army that Adam had played and read the book a couple of times on. I would have thought he would be okay with that. <laughs> yeah, we, so, we, no, no idea that that's what that that yeah ability was called. And and they weren't tailored to each of you. So if Travis had lost the toss and you had picked round, like and you had picked question A. Um, you would have got that Luminath Rommel question and Travis would have had to do the corn one. So, um, But I just picked two battle tomes that I knew you guys had read. Righto. So at the end of the second round, we have Adam on seven and a half points and Travis on two points. Yeah. Come back. Here it comes. Righto. Now we're into the – it's just kind of all over the place, this one. It's not law. It's not rules. Um, Travis, your question, first question from round three. The launch of Malign Portents, the precursor to second edition, was notable, no, notable for what embarrassing slip-up by Games Workshop? Um, did, there's something they didn't include. I can't remember what it was. Um... Not, I think I know this one. Did they not? Did they not include the rules for the endless spells, bail in vortex, or something like that? No, and you've timed out. Tra- Adam, do you want to steal? Uh, was it the countdown to nothing? Absolutely, it was the countdown to nothing. <laughs> it was a digital countdown oh. that hit zero right. and nothing happened. <laughs> like literally, zero happened. <laughs> Yeah, that's it's it's we're not talking rules or law here. It's just random stuff. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Right. No, I do remember that now. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Righto, Adam. Round three, question one. Two new hobby products were introduced for the launch of AOS two. What were they? Uh, Night haunt gloom and warpstone glow. Incorrect. Oh. Travis, would you like to steal? Um. So Nighthawk Gloom was definitely one of them. Um, the other one would have been one of the metallics that went with the post boys. No, um, I just reckon I got the name of the paint wrong, Trav. I still think it's the green paint. No, I'm pretty, I, I thought Warpstone Glow came with the Skaven, which was later. You've timed out. Nah. So it was Nighthaunt Gloom, which you both got, and Hexwraith Flame, uh, which is the yeah. green. They were based, yeah. both two paints that came out um, at the start of AOS 2 to make painting your Nighthaunt easier, and they were sort of, they're now considered sort of precursors to contrast. All the metallics came out with AOS 1 the Retributor armor and the Liberator okay. gold and stuff. Trav, you could have broken that too by just saying the special um, uh, movement measurement gauge that came out with AOS 2. It's a hobby product. <laughs> it's a gaming product, not a hobby product. So you're saying people that game aren't part of the hobby? Is that what you're saying, Clint? Jeez, big call. You heard it here oh, first, people. Gatekeeper extraordinaire, Clint, uh, Clint Malay. Just if you only yeah. game, you're not a hobbyist. Oh, controversial yeah. take. Pick up the paintbrush and get the hell out. Yes. <laughs> Actually, that's that's 
I'm okay with that as an attitude. <laughs> okay. Question two for Travis. Question two for Travis. Uh, what was the name given by the community to the increase in start and end of phase abilities? Start and end of phase abilities. So start of combat phase and end of charge phase abilities. What's the name given by the community? There was a name given? Yes, there was, Travis. There was. And I look forward to you timing out on this so that I can uh, get it correct. Time out. You can, you can have a point because I've got no idea. Adam. Uh, the activation wars. That is correct. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. I thought that one was what's an easy question too. Jesus. Um, so question two for you, Adam, in yep. round three. Uh, name name one of the malign sorcery artifacts most commonly used on ridden monsters prior to General's Handbook 2020. Oh, like Ethereal Amulet. Yep, I'll take that. Great. I would have also, also taken Thermal Rider Cloak. Charm. Yeah, that too. I was thinking Thermal Rider Cloak or Ethereal Amulet. Yeah. Yep. Nice. You'd see these questions were nice and easy for both of you. Yeah, that one was an easy one, I felt. Okay. So, four, five points each for this last question. <laughs> and is this still Trav's question, though? It'll be Trav's question, this okay. first one. So I can still win at this point is what you're saying. By getting uh, right. No, no. If you get this question right and Adam gets it wrong, you still can't win. <laughs> yeah, but if I steal Adam's, do I then get 10 points? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is, <laughs> this is, this is the hardest question, though, of the entire quiz. And this is definitely the most professionally run and tightest ruled quiz uh, yes. that has ever existed. Yeah, watertight. Yeah. The lawyers yeah, I asked, have gone I, over everything. I asked Donald Trump and that's what he said about yeah. this quiz and so oh, we know. I'm really looking forward to, to like But he said it from the parking lot of Four Seasons landscaping in <laughs> in New Jersey, so that was a little bit concerning. This is the best quiz, best quiz that's ever happened. It's Nobody's huge. quizzed this like quiz this before. <laughs> billions and billions of questions. <laughs> Travis. Yes. What was your favourite moment of AOS 2? <laughs> um, AOS 2, favourite moment, probably the teams event we played in. I, I had a really great weekend, thought it was awesome, and at that point I decided I really liked teams events. That is a correct answer. Well done. Five mm. points to you. Yep. Be shame if Adam got this wrong. <laughs> Adam. Your last question of the quiz is what was your favourite moment of AOS 2? Um, eh, wrong. <laughs> I win. <laughs> uh, the timer uh, is running, so. My favourite moment of AOS 2 was probably people, oh, <laughs> all the stupid names that people come up with, with things. So, like... The the bringy dingy, you know, instead of Lawshon the, the 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 soul keeper or whatever, and call it like. And I'm sorry you've timed out. Um, 
Yeah, you've timed out. Sorry, Adam. Uh, Travis, uh, what was your second? No, favorite? his question is, what was my favourite moment? <laughs> what was Adam's favourite moment of AOS two? <laughs> can you we read my mind? Can Ah, that was AOS one. You idiot! Damn it! I couldn't remember exactly what it was, but I thought this would get him. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember which version of the game it was, but I thought this would be great if it actually was because he can't deny it. He can't, the man he craps on a band, he can't go, no, that wasn't my favourite. Uh, I was wondering if Adam would do the chronology right and or whether he'd try and slip that in. No, I knew it was AOS 1 that I won there at CanCon because there was a hope of people playing Tomb Kings trying to not kneel down. <laughs> Just die scattered on the floor everywhere. And there were vanguard wings everywhere. That was a dark moment. Oh, that, was, that was an awful. Right. So, no, seriously, Adam, let's come back. Your favorite moment at AOS 2. Oh, uh, look, was, it, was, <laughs> it was my favorite and also the darkest moment, I think. It was It was the first tournament of AOS, it was AOS 2, which was Redland City GT. And yep. I went, I went five and zero and finished second. Uh, but just some of the stuff that occurred at that tournament, I was like, "What is going on here?" It was hilarious. Um, it was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. Um, you know, there was a chariot army that just had chariots glued to bases, spray painted gold, with no steeds and no crew. There was. There, were, there was terrain getting sourced for table. There was tables being built the morning of the tour. It was just amazing. It was hilarious. Uh, it was so, also the last Redland City GT. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I caught two planes to go to that tournament um, and it was, it was a, a great time. Um, and that was also great because Collingwood won the preliminary final on that Friday night against Richmond to go into the grand final the next week. Uh, and so it was it was a great weekend. You and I played. We did. We played in the first game. Yeah. And I was running Stormcast and the first scenario was total commitment. <laughs> and and Charybdis has killed lots of Evocators. And Charybdis is actually, you rolled hot for him and it wiped out like Six evocators from a unit of ten. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, I just used up all of the good rolls for all the cryptuses ever. In fact, just I believe at that, that tournament, both you and Trav went zero and five or one and five. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I had to figure back and look. <laughs> no idea. I wouldn't put it past us. We're pretty. We're pretty awesome that, that way. Yeah. I yeah. just, I, I just I remember think having. Maybe it was. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to go back and look up results somehow. I just remember having a tanty because people were voting for painting before everyone yes. else. Like, because people were voting for their favourite army before the, all the armies were put up. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Never mind. Righto. So, the final scores for the quiz. Uh, we have Travis on seven points. He's lucky I didn't take away five for answering uh, that final question incorrectly. Uh, and then we have Adam on 14 and a half points. It was Yay. very close. But uh, this quiz is based on golf, so I win. <laughs> 
So thank you for taking part in that wonderfully professional and well-organised <laughs> quiz that may or may not have had a dodgy question in there. I'm but, looking forward uh, to the music over the top of it and the buzzer sounds that are going to go in. Oh. I'm looking forward to, to like we've all thought we had something right but didn't and the internet is just going to rage. It's going to be fun. The, the answers to this are going to be like people are going to comment hopefully. Well, just actually, tell us. Yeah, the well actually yes. are going to be. They're, oh, they're warming up. Well, that would be a problem if anyone listened to us anymore. So, um, <laughs> hey, I enjoy making them, and that's all that matters. Thank you all for joining us for our quizzical send-off of AOS 2. Uh, we will be back uh, excited, recharged, reforged uh, for AOS 3 to go through our impressions of that. Um I feel like there's been enough content made about AOS 3 already and it's not released yet. Um, we won't be doing a blow-by-blow blow on that one. No. So, yes, join us again uh, for our sort of AOS 3 talk-through in a couple of weeks. Um, and, Trav, did you have anything else that you would like to add before we sign off? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say Borderline Gaming's uh really sort of kicking off at the moment. We we had about 14 people at our last um, our last meet. It's it's really taking off. It's it's awesome to see. So uh, any of the borderline members that, that, that listen, get around it. Our next meet's uh, in a few weeks' time in July. Uh, make sure you keep around the Facebook page where the event is set up. Cool. Trev? Um, no, nothing really for me. Um Looking forward to AOS 3, see what comes out of it, um, see how things pan out. Um, trying to avoid deliberately reading too much into it at the moment, but I'm, I'm still excited, looking forward to it, and I think it'll be good to get my hands on everything next weekend and have a good look through it. Yeah, I, I um, will say that other than a quick skim through the rules, I've kind of ignored AOS 3 at this point just until I've got it in hand um, so I can read it all properly rather than watch 18 YouTube videos and look at screen grabs and stuff like that. So sit down and figure out what it means. Um, and I will give a bit of a shout out to CanCon. So obviously um, we are prepping for that at the moment. I've started working on terrain, as people will have seen from our Facebook posts. Uh, Trav is stock taking the terrain that we have and telling me what else I need to make, hopefully. Sometime soon, he will let me know what we have. I am definitely doing that. No, I'm about halfway through. Um, I've just got to have a non-sick free weekend to get out there and oh, yeah. go through the rest of the boxes. Have you guys Absolutely. decided yet whether you're going to cut down the boards for iOS 3? Probably not. Yep. Oh, you, uh, yeah. There was discussion um, and Trav was quite sore happy and then he's clearly changed his mind. Uh, t- tape line. Yeah, away yep. we go. Yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be nice and fun on the on the setup day, taping all those and making sure they're right. But anyway, um, it's probably better than cutting them all down. Agreed. Yep. Cool. Um, yeah. So aside from terrain, uh, we're starting to. I'm starting to plan out. Um, how the event's going to work and things like that. Uh, if you and people are starting to ask me when tickets are going on sale, gosh, I haven't even been told that I'm running it yet, so it's just an assumption. Um, 
so far. But uh, if you would like to help out rather than play, get in touch. Um, I'll be putting a proper call out for helpers soon because I'm back down to me on the day um, as far as my, my team goes. So, um, yeah, if you'd like to help out at an event rather than play, uh, get in touch. Uh, but aside from that, I think we're pretty much done and we'll talk to everybody in the shiny new AOS 3 season. Until then, see you later. Bye. See ya. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Heralds of War. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at Heralds of War. Adam is at Teacher Bert and Travis is at Thonius83. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Heralds of War. If you'd like to give us feedback or ask any questions, send us an email at podcast at heraldsofwar.com. Thanks for listening.